0: This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive, on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Good morning,
1: everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers here on WNSP on this Saturday morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm your host Tony Ruggiero, as I am each and every week on our Dew Sweeper Lesson T. And once again, we're going to bring you an interview and a and some information, behind the scenes look uh, from the Tour Coach Podcast this week. Uh, uh, really cool this week, I think if you're if you're out there uh, and if you love the game of golf uh, because. Uh, We've got two two pros, two really good players, club professionals from up in the Northeast. Vince and Dave, who came down to spend two days with me. Uh, I thought it was interesting. They've both traveled around uh, the country a good bit, uh, looking for golf instruction, working on their games. They're serious about their games. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Talk about one what they took from it, how they, why they come to get instruction, what they took back to take back to their students. I thought there was some really cool insights in there about, um, how to develop, how to improve, and also kind of a look at what we do, which I think is always interesting as well. So, uh, if you're wondering, you know, what it is you're going to hear this week, so the each and every week we put out here on the Dew Sweepers, uh, a scene, uh, an episode of my tour coach podcast, which comes out each and every week, wherever you get your, your podcast we've our our listens have been going through the roof my man Clint Clint Crouch here who produces this each and every week and does such a great job making me sound reasonable and uh and cleans it up uh takes all the words that you're not supposed to hear all that type of stuff uh he does such a great job and so each and every week we're putting one of these tour coach episodes up uh so if you like what you hear uh there's there's plenty more of them which are just conversations about golf, instruction, how to get better from my travels from here in Mobile to Old Palm Golf Club down in Palm Beach Gardens where I spend a good bit of time to uh, all PGA Tour stops, LPGA Tour stops. Uh, We got a few out there from my home in the Keys where I'll go down there and hang out and chill out and tape some good content. So if you like what you hear, go to Spotify, go to iTunes uh, or you know Apple Podcasts or Google Play wherever it is and all you got to do is type in Tour Coach. So very cool stuff going on. We also had a huge week in Dew Uh if you've been listening to this or you follow me or you get our newsletter, uh you know that uh, we've had this Pro Work episode, uh, Pro Work content series which is similar to Tour Coach similar to what we do, also we've been doing here for twenty something years on the Dew Sweepers, which is giving you uh you know kind of behind the scenes, inside the ropes, access to what it's like uh in our world of the Dew Sweepers, coaching and teaching players and developing players at the highest level. And pro work is was uh an idea of mine and uh and some folks and it is a video series, a content series brought to you by Bushnell. The first six episodes are available on my YouTube. You can go to uh, just type in at the Do Sweepers on YouTube, or you could go to Bushnell Golf and just look up Pro Work. So just type in Pro Work when you go to YouTube, and it's really, really cool content. But this seventh episode was accompanied by an article by our good friend, Luke Curdenine, who you've heard here before on the Do Sweepers many times. Um Uh, Anyways, accompanied by an article on Golf Digest, and Golf Digest has Episode 7 running, which is a really cool look at uh, Colby Touye, Mark Hackett, and myself working with a golfer we'd never seen before. He has a quirky, unconventional swing, wanted to add speed but didn't want to change his golf swing, and so the episode kind of takes you through The process of how do we look at a player like that? How do you know it's no different that I'm actually going to this week fly down and work with a new tour player? It's the same process basically that we go through go through with that. So really, kind of a cool look. So if you like that sort of thing, make sure you go to Golf Digest, check out Luke Kerr Danine articles. Uh, And you can check out pro work uh, or you can go to our socials at the do sweeper and and YouTube and so forth and find links to it. But very proud of pro work and what it's turned into. Also excited about the stuff we've got going on tour coach. We've got some great content, great guests coming up. Obviously this week I'm excited about this one. So very cool stuff. But before we do that, look, we got to pay some bills, but it's really not paying bills I mean, it's it's supporting people that do great things, and that's what I'm all about. I've always been about, um, you've heard me say it before, my old mentor, Hank Johnson, he said to me once, do you want to be a good teacher or you want to be a great teacher? Because there's a difference. And I've carried that through my career. I've always tried to be great. There's times I probably haven't done as good a job as I need to, but I'm always striving, always trying to be great. In fact, some of the changes that I've made in my career – leaving one place to go to another have been because I've aspired to be better and to be great and to achieve things and and always looking to take that next step to learn. And, look, Taylor Martino and Rowan is the same. Our boy Ed Rowan is, is exactly the same. He aspires to be great. He aspires to be the very best, and he will be. And hopefully you don't need legal representation. But at some point we all do in the society that we live in. It gets depressing reading through uh, my phone in the morning, all the things on Twitter or X that they call it now, if you will. Uh, But look, if you need a lawyer, you want somebody that's got the best experts, that's got the most resources and that's going to fight for you hand and foot. Right. And and give it their all because they aspire to be great. And that's Taylor, Martino and Rowan. So if you need a lawyer and you're listening to my voice, do yourself a favor, pick up the phone and call 433-3131. It's 433-3131. You can't go wrong with Taylor Martino and our, my boy, Ed Rowan. He is passionate about it, and he's passionate about recovering what you're entitled to. So it's Taylor Martino and Rowan at 433-3131. And this show wouldn't be possible without our buddy Blaine Stokely, Stokely's uh, Midtown Garden Express right there at the Loop On government, look, they're doubling their greenhouse space. They've got fountains. They've got water features. They've got stuff coming in now for the holidays. they got things to help make your house smell good. That's my favorite time of thing of the holidays is that smell. And it's, you know, that little bit of holly, uh, you know, little bit of greenery. You know, I just love it. Love the smell when I walk into the house around the holidays. Your house can smell that way, too. So make sure you check out Stokely's Midtown. Garden Express, and look, real quick, the Shrixon Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week here is we've got just a couple minutes left in this opening segment before we jump into uh, the tour coach, is look, play the right golf ball for you. I was doing this with a tour player the other day. Um, Look, the the ball the tour players play is not always the right ball for you. Uh, We've got a selection of them down here, but more than that, it doesn't matter to me necessarily what brand you play. But, look, I, I think you ought to really start trying to find the right – I think everybody – look, everybody pays attention to gets their driver fit now for them. Um, I think most of us know to, like, go get on a monitor. Uh, you know, I think more some people get irons fit. uh I don't think many people get a, get their wedges fit for them enough, but very few people get the right golf ball fit. They just go and they play what they've always played. You owe it to yourself to try something different. That's why I've got a variety of golf balls in here that I even use when I'm teaching because sometimes a number will pop up, be like, "Hey, man, like that's that's carry for that's a little better ball for the guy, right?" So go, just take go try three. I'm going to challenge each of you dew sweepers out there to try three different golf balls. Take them out and play them. Go hit them on a par three go chip them hit hit the each different ball from the tee on a par 3 then hit each different ball from the tee on a par 5 where you got some room and you can you can see where it goes and just do a simple test yourself you will surprise yourself sometimes the most expensive ball isn't the ball that's best for you but you want to find a ball that feels the best around the greens first and I would I would start with that ball and I'd go back and see how does it perform off the tee Right, distance wise. You got to have a ball that feels great around the greens. You got to have a ball that gives you distance, but you got to have a ball also that you can control into the wind. So try three different golf balls today and see if you're playing the right golf ball. That, my friends, is the on Cleveland Golf tip of the week. And then once again, we've got a great tour coach on tap for you coming right up. Um, remind you about Pro Work. It's out there. Check out your YouTube. Just type in Pro Work or you can find uh, episode seven on Golf Digest, and we've got so much stuff coming out virtually every day on YouTube. All you got to do is type in the Do Sweepers, and it's inside. You know, it's stuff that occurs day to day with me, Morgan Hale, Mark Hackett, uh, Richard Turga, the Lynn Valentine, the whole gang. Um, you know, Colby too. Yeah, Greg Carter. That happens in our day to day working together, and I like to put little short videos up that help give you an inside look and let you know. So uh, make sure you check that out on YouTube and uh, we're super excited about some stuff. It's headed into the holidays. We'll be offering some holiday gift certificate specials coming up soon. So make sure you stay, keep in touch with the Dew Sweepers. You know, our social channels, make sure you keep, go listen to other tour coach episodes, check out pro work. And I'm Tony Ruggiero and I'm going to be right back with more help for your golf game.
0: Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Deuce Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero.
1: Hi, I'm Tony Ruggiero, and you're about to listen to The Tour Coach here on the Deuce Sweepers, where each and every week I take you behind the scenes, inside the ropes, at my travels and my conversations around the world of golf to help educate all of you give you some insights on how to play better. This segment of the Dew Sweepers and of the Tour Coach is brought to you by Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. There's nobody better with a better selection than my boy Blaine Stokely and the folks at Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. So joining me here on the Tour Coach, Vince Remagli, Dave Quinn, two golf instructors, great golf instructors, and great players uh, from up in the Northeast, golf professionals. Opportunity came down – Uh, to work with me and and what we do down at old Palm. It was obviously a little warmer down there (laughs) than it is probably where you guys are right now. And uh, I'm back in mobile for a few days and we, we actually had this cold spell come through. So first of all, thanks guys for taking the time. I'm always, uh, flattered when another golf professional would take time to come down and hang out. And, uh, uh, was very appreciative of you guys taking time out of your busy schedule, but I had a lot of fun, but I'd like to, first of all, to ask what you thought about it and, and then why the heck did you pick to come down to work with us, uh, on your game? And, uh, let's just kind of talk about it. Sure. Go
2: ahead, Vince, you go first. Sure. I mean, well, over
3: over many years now, maybe five seven years going back, I think it's very important to me is seeking out the best that's going what's going on out in the world uh, of these best golf instructors and what are they teaching? How are they influencing their students? So you know, past five to seven years, I find it for me to be um, to add value to my membership over here. I want to learn everything I can possibly do so I can help my members the best.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. And I mean, we talked about this while we were there. I, I still, um, one, I mean, I, you know, uh, there's just so many people that are great at what we do, you know, and a couple weeks ago I had the opportunity to go out to Vegas and hang out and watch Butch some, I still spend a lot of time traveling and watching other teachers. Dave, what about you? Um, What was your reason for coming down?
2: Well, a little bit of uh, anytime I see anybody that's uh, uh, to seek out information, it's kind of twofold for me. One, of course, some of it's selfish because I still (laughs) competitive playing tournaments, Right. So and I find that important for the club also, because if I'm teaching uh, juniors that are are there either they're starting junior golf, high school golf, college golf or mini tour golf, I I, since I am competitive and playing tournaments, I can relate to them on a little bit different level than maybe a coach who doesn't play tournament golf. And some coaches play tournament golf, don't play anymore. They still can relate to them, but I know what they kind of feel when they're in the first tee. Or if they have, you know, four or five or six on, they're coming down a stretch of a tournament, it's their career best. Or they're trying to win a tournament. You know, we go through the same feelings as our students do and what you can think of, maybe what you can't think of, maybe some tricks to the trade to get them to be able to perform when they're nervous at a higher level. So I still like to be competitive myself and work on my own game. And then kind of echo what Vince said is I just want to keep learning as much information I can to be able to help everybody. I don't want anybody to slip through the cracks where I might not have an answer. If someone has a question, I want to have an answer. So whether it's through 2D, using a camera, force plates in you know, a swing cat or the gas system, or just another guy's opinion on how to attack a fault, because you know, when you teach as long as we have, You see the patterns, you Mm -hmm. see the -the over-the-top patterns, the open trade, whatever. And then it's pretty neat to watch another instructor, how they might prioritize the change on either they're giving them a drill or a swing thought or have the words they use. So you're always learning, and I just want to make sure that my membership or my students, that I'm always going to have the correct answer or a way to get them to improve
1: quickly. A couple things. First, I I had – alluded to this earlier than I realized our recorder wasn't working, but like I, I I don't because of time have a chance to do it as much as I'd like, but I still get out and play and I, and I, and I'm making a point of doing that more at old Palm. Um, one thing I respect about y'all and I admire is the fact that like you still actively work on your games and your ability to play is still very important to you. I think that's at times getting lost in our business. I know I'm probably when I say some of this stuff, You guys, like, I feel like, you know, I'm like the old curmudgeon that's talking about the beer was colder back in 1980. But, like, I still think that, like, the ability to play is very important. In, in our job, and and especially if you're going to coach and develop people that can play, and I think that uh, we're getting away from that. I mean, I you guys are in a section where there's so many really good players, but across the board, we're seeing a lot of teachers, and we see some people out there that I mean, not being a jerk, but couldn't break ninety, and they're trying to coach somebody that's trying to play for a living.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I. That's kind of what I said earlier. Is that we can probably since we experienced the same feelings being competitive in tournaments we're able to teach our students what to expect and maybe how to handle tournament golf. Where a guy. Uh, no offense to anybody yeah. who teaches that doesn't play or never has played. How are they going to tell them if they are having their career best round, what they're going to feel coming down the stretch and maybe with the key on or how to simplify it or let it go or whatever they're working on that time. And, um, and also business wise. I mean, if I win a golf tournament in our area, especially a, a bigger one, then all of a sudden, you know, unfortunately <laughs> they think I know what I'm talking about <laughs> just, just because I, I, I won a golf tournament and your phone rings off the hook and they want, they respect you more they, they because just, it, it is golf. It is a golf tournament. It involves a golf swing. So right off the bat, they respect it more just because you, you happen to win a, a, a big event. You think you can help them. So. That's kind of the way it works,
1: unfortunately. Now, I agree with that. I think, and, you know, obviously, interesting thing about doing this podcast, I told you all while we were there, is, like, we have a lot of young teachers, up-and-coming teachers, as well as aspiring players and people that, I mean, nobody listening to us talk golf doesn't love golf. I mean, it's probably not some hot 30-year-old chick that doesn't know golf that's driving around, listening to us but they're mostly yeah. golf nerds so but a lot of up-and-coming teachers i said like one of the i remember back to when you know i was starving and i'm in a club you know and you're trying to be like the one of the best ways to drum up business was to go play with people and show you could play yeah, yeah for sure exactly you know so let's we're going yeah uh, vince let's start with you uh you had sent me a couple videos before before you came down struggling, especially with the driver, I think was, we'd agree was the main problem, but let's talk a little bit about your, you know, not struggles, not like it was, you, you couldn't play at all, but talk a little bit about your experience of what you were struggling with. And let's kind of talk through a little bit about what we did with you and what your experience was and, and kind of what you figured out.
3: Well, uh, I was, I felt I was struggling and learning how to uh, load trail hit properly. Um, and when I sent those videos over to you, is like I actually have 3D force plates here. But you said something very interesting. Right? when I sent those videos over, I can feel as much pressure under my feet and into the ground as, I'm, as I want. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not loaded properly in the in the correct joints, and you don't have the leverage to to use to actually create better you know better patterns. So, and then control the face. So, um, and like I said, you know, the last few years, you know, what really got me into it is, you know, when I started following you, you know, on, on social media, you actually had a lot of your people around you from Joey D's place um, talking about the body and I'm really into the body as much as I am with golf swing. Mm-hmm. So and I find that fascinating, and 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 I use that a lot with my members here. Is I want to learn not just about the golf swing; I want to learn about the body to help them be able to move better. Because we can still move. I don't care if it's a seventy-year-old member. If we can get them to move a little bit better and learn how they can actually, you know, train themselves you know, through band work or
1: something, mm-hmm. they're going to get better. I, so. I, I agree. And, and and I touched on this there, and we I, I wouldn't mind us talking about it, but, like, you know, look, not everybody coming to us is 25 or 35 or 40 and in great shape. We all get – I still – you get lots of golfers that are older and maybe – I don't buy into that where if they're not – you know, if if they're wanting to get better – I don't know why we wouldn't give them some ways to try to learn to turn a little more back behind it and through a little better. I mean, I know we can't expect them to do like you did, or you guys did, but like I just think that uh, – I mean, I've always felt like my job as a coach or teacher is to help you get better and not really put a ceiling on how much better you can get. And if you're willing to do a little work and we can give you some bands and exercises and help you move a little better – I also think like helping somebody that's sixty, sixty-five, seventy move a little better has a lot of benefits other than just golf for them.
3: Yeah, Tony, I, I totally, I totally, one hundred percent agree with you. At the end of the day, the golf ball doesn't know how old you are, <laughs> and everybody's and everybody's looking for, no matter what age you are, are looking for a little bit more distance.
1: Everybody, have you ha- have? I say this all the time. Have you guys had anybody walk on your tee and ask you to hit it shorter yet? <laughs> you've been listening to a segment of the tour coach here on the Dew sweepers golf show on wnsp which is produced by my man clint crouch appreciate all he does to make us look good and this segment has been brought to you by our friends at stokely's midtown garden express blaine and the folks do a wonderful job they've got a great selection everything you need for your home check them out we'll be right back with more help for your golf game
0: This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero.
1: Ruggiero, and you're about to listen to the tour coach here on the Dew Sweepers, where each and every week I take you behind the scenes, inside the ropes, at my travels, and my conversations around the world of golf to help educate all of you, give you some insights on how to play better. And this segment of the Dew Sweepers and of the Tour Coach is brought to you by Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. There's nobody better with a better selection than my boy Blaine Stokely and the folks at Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. So we worked on loading with you. Vince, a big part of that. Um, you know, I thought it was it changed, interesting. You changed
3: ca- everything. It changed everything.
1: Yeah, it really did, and 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 the interesting thing to me is, I we talk about this all the time is like, I think the secret to teaching is to be able to find the one thing that's causing all the other stuff to happen, right? And yeah. I think a lot of teachers, but a lot of players, especially in this age where everybody can video themselves and there's all this stuff on social media, I think they get caught chasing symptoms a lot of times, and instead of really just diving in and fixing what's the cause. And uh, I thought we did a nice job. I, th- I thought we had some big changes. And, but more importantly was like, you know, the driver was the thing you've struggled with. And by the end, I mean, you hit some pretty dang good drivers and the look of them coming out was much different. I thought.
3: Uh, to- totally different. I mean, and then, and you even to go back on your point, everybody, like you said, Hey, have a chance to video their swings or whatever, and they're chasing pictures, but they're not really chasing what's really causing those pictures to look
1: Mm bad. Yeah. And again, I mean, and that's, there's no right or wrong. Everybody's different, right? You know, obviously I focus a little more on the pivot and loading and stuff. That's just been my background, but, but I thought we I mean, you just did a nice job. I mean, the, and it was some dramatic, and, and I also too, like the fact that you two came together, I thought was cool. I think it's cool to have somebody that you play with and practice with all the time that knows your game to be able, because like Dave, you were giving him better feedback even than I could during the lesson because you've watched him hit so many dang golf balls. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. So
3: here, here's the funny thing: no matter who I go see, he's coming with me, and I might say, "Hey, Dave, I want to go see this person." Dave's like, "Well, count me in," and then vice versa. And I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm in. I'm going to go." Uh, we we always go learn together. It's, it's a pretty cool thing. We we started that back. At later years in college, that's when we really, really start getting, into it. yeah. But the problem is, I mean, we went down the, talking about the biodynamics of the golf swing, it's like you said, this is going to help people create more speed. Back in the day when we, you know, we're old school, we learned, we were learning positions. I get this club in this position and, and really what we were teaching ourselves were how to swing slower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I actually hadn't thought of it that way. And I, and I was going to shift to Dave next. I'll, I'll, admit Dave, when you start, when you told me that, you know, you'd spend a bunch of time, you'd work with Mac O'Grady. I was, I was nervous a little bit. I was like, heck, I mean, he's a legend, right? I mean, and, and brilliant. And so I was like, well, hell, I better make sure this shit's halfway decent. Right. <laughs> so, um, let's talk a little bit. One, uh, you know, it's, it's I curious, like information wise, was it real crazy different from stuff you'd heard and tried before?
2: Um I wouldn't say crazy different. I mean there's a different reason I went down than Vince, is um Vince went down, he was a little bit confused on exactly what he stated previous about how to load the trail hip or load the joints and mine was is I had an injury uh, two years ago where I tore the ligament off my thumb, I was out for mm. 11 months. Yeah. And then when I came, when I came back, I've struggled since I came back with my golf swing and, um, and wasn't able, uh, I saw some instructors, a great friend of mine is Dana Douth who I work with. He's uh, awesome. He's in California. He's, he's in California. So it's very hard for us to see him. I went out and saw uh, Dana. It was very hard to stay in touch with all the time. He's so busy and he's, you know, of course, uh, so far away, coast to coast. And then when Vince said, you know, Vince was kind of doing some research online about the body and getting some more speed and motion in general. And your name came up with Joey D and I said, that's a perfect opportunity for me to find out exactly my strength, my weaknesses, my mobility, my body, as well as uh, see you and get your opinion. You've never seen my golf swing before. You have no secondary preferences of anything of my past. And it's sometimes it's great to get a fresh look at a professional with your background uh, to get your opinion on my motion. And you pinpointed exactly what I see on tape with Dana saw on tape and his explanation were very similar, but you had a little bit different way for me to attack it and to feel the changes, which was really cool. And I guess that's why, you know, you're kind of a, a very successful teacher is what you are is you you're able to communicate to me um, a way to change it or to think about it, which is great for me now to go to a another, a student with a similar problem to communicate mm-hmm. with them so yeah it was a uh, um yes so sophistication of teaching like Mac O'Grady would probably be known as a very physician oriented different types of patterns and understanding different types of patterns of swingers where their arms are up, arms are down, the grips are strong, grips are weak, high ball hitters, low ball hitters. He was great at explaining all that. But what's different now um, with yourself and my background with Mac is that you are able to identify the motion causing these positions. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's almost like the dog wagging the tail more, right? Right,
1: right. Like, what's I agree
2: with what's that. what so what's causing the hit on the ground to be too hard or what's causing the face to get closed and not that where I'm putting the club during my motion, but what is my body doing to put the club to cause in the motion? And that was a, that was a very eye opening experience that um, I kind of knew stuff I was doing, but I wasn't able to fix it. I sure wasn't able to fix it in tournament play, or in competition. Um, so yes, it was a it was a it was a great uh, two days because it was an eye opener what my body was actually doing that caused these faults.
1: I want to talk to you a little bit about the you know our our trip to Joey D's. Um, you got to use the room over there, uh, and then Aaron McConley, Colby's right hand guy. He does so much with us. Uh, what did you think about involving his way of moving you and helping you and the bands and that and s- as far as part of the golf lesson? Because I, I'm I always curious to ask guys that teach for a living and play golf at a high level what they think of that because that is a little bit different than what a traditional golf lesson would be.
2: Myself or Vince? first.
1: Both of y'all. Go ahead. Whoever wants to go. Go ahead, Vince. Yeah, dude. Uh Go ahead, Vince.
3: Oh, well, I mean, he, here's the funny thing. Um, got back last night. Um, first thing this morning is I actually 630 this morning. I was up early. I had to go to my uh, PT guy, my trainer. Uh-huh. And first thing I said to him, I, I gave him I gave him my report. And actually, you know what? The my body wasn't that bad. There no. were a few things I there was a, only a few things I couldn't do or had trouble doing. You know, some of those single leg balance things with the presses and and some of inner, in, internal rotation of the hip, which I already knew. So, you know, this morning six thirty, he was like. Absolutely. And I tell you one thing, he put me through a workout this morning. He goes, you're going to be feeling this one tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you maybe shouldn't have told him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
3: but I mean, it's like I said, that's the, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to come down is that to, to, to keep understanding and learning about the body, because it's important that I get this information out to all my members here at Montclair.
1: Well, that's awesome. Well, I, I mean, you know, it was a cool couple days. And, and again, like both y'all, I mean, you obviously keep on top of your games. Uh, nobody was in bad shape, right? There wasn't anybody like, you know, every now and then you'll get somebody like, wow, man, they just, we, we had a young, I think Aaron said, we had a young 17 year old in or 19 year old in that really had no mobility, you know, <laughs> and no strength in certain areas. You guys, other than a couple things were in, were in, pretty dang good shape. Um, obviously there's always ways to improve. What did you think about the use Dave? Let's go ahead and jump to you. Then what, did, what, what was your take on it? Cause it's obviously different than a traditional lesson.
2: Yeah. And that's kind of the reason why I wanted to, when Vince told me about it, I said, count me in because I wanted to see if any of my faults were, were emotion or mobility or strength issues that maybe I couldn't fix manually. And I would have to spend some time um, either getting more flexible, stronger, more mobility in certain areas to be able to swing it properly. Getting back to that little kid, he has no, he has no chance Mm -hmm. if he has, I mean, unfortunately to play competitive golf, you gotta be, you gotta be mobile and strong to be able to swing the club fast. It's a violent, it's a violent motion. You only have to do it 14 times off the tee, but to be so I'll be right and even if a person isn't a tournament player if he wants to get better he probably has to do both he probably has to understand his strength and weaknesses of his his motion his body mobility and strength as well as understand how that correlates into his golf swing like you said no one wants to come to you and say they want to hit it shorter they're always want to hit it further. how you going to hit it further you know either have to do it a little bit technically you only do so much technically and if they of course if they're only taking it back halfway they can't turn then there's no possible way they can get more speed or you know maybe a slight bit but if all of a sudden if we can understand you know through what we learned in those two days of doing some kind of analysis on a person's body and then correlate that with technique then they can see great advantages quickly (laughs) <laughs> and uh like i said that's going to help our membership going to help our students that's the main reason I want to go down and i thought that was uh it's the first time i've actually uh been at, like joey d's place uh it's a spectacular place and very professional and it was uh uh it, it was an eye-opener that you know it was packed all the people in there all the gospel festivals that worked and i could see why everybody goes there um you know top level professionals in the world and want to work with them because they they not only they want to get they want to maintain or you know always try to get better but you know it was, it was a great learning experience
1: you've been listening to a segment of the tour coach here on the do sweepers golf show on WNSP which is produced by my man Clint Crouch appreciate all he does to make us look good and this segment has been brought to you by our friends at Stokely's Midtown Garden Express Blaine and the folks do a wonderful job they've got a great selection everything you need for your home check them out We'll be right back with more help for your golf game.
0: Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Deuce Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Rogiro.
1: Dave, let's talk about what we did to your golf swing i you came with a couple concerns uh one thing you kind of brought up you talked to also a little bit as we worked through it a little bit this little move out of the top that you aren't you weren't crazy about with your hands. Let's talk about what we attacked with your golf swing what you took from the what you took from our time together and 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 how we're gonna work on it to improve
2: yeah I guess uh to kind of simplify it on the podcast here is um, I had a little trigger to start my ball, uh, start off my club back. The, the the trigger caused a kind of a combination of other faults, where I would kind of maybe rock to the right a little bit too drastic, and then I would extend a little bit early in the takeaway. The head was actually rising and going to the left during my takeaway. And then the counterbalance on the way down, as the hips would go forward, the head would actually go to the right. It was kind of moving my low point back. I was struggling with contact a little bit. So once we're able to feel um the pressure change um uh from the start to the top of the golf swing and get a little bit more rib cage rotation which kind of stabilized my arms or kind of stabilized my wrist in the transition and then I was able to pressure forward better it was like a snowball effect from the very very start of my golf swing to the, all the way to the finish um and it was actually relatively easy. It wasn't actually a complicated. It's not a rebuild. It was actually just training uh, the body to how it starts and how my um, how my rib cage can actually feel like it stays more centered and get behind the ball. So I had more pressure to the right, so I can pressure to the left in the transition. Because uh, I couldn't do that with my other swing, my pressure was always going backwards on the downswing, and that's why I was having some contact issues. Um, I don't want to get too uh, no no well, I particular think- on to all the changes we made, but actually, what it was is we changed how we worked on my takeaway, which changed my downswing.
1: Which is which crazy, right? A lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think one thing too that was interesting is you know when you looked at your golf swing, not getting too crazy into it, but you know if you looked at like just maximum pressure on the right side you'd say oh man he turned plenty behind it right because you you know yeah. but it was the way you got it over there and when you got it over there right was was the difference yeah. and, and and again um you know i thought uh yeah i thought it was pretty cool and i thought it was the the coolest part to me of it actually was towards the end yesterday was you had told me what your old driving numbers were and ball speed numbers were before you took that year off basically for surgery, which was a crazy story in itself. Um, yeah, right? that was
2: great. Cause I used to be able to fly the ball, like 70 to 280 yards in the air. Um, and the good news is when I got the body analysis, that was, 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 was good. So I knew it was technical and that was a relief actually to hear because once, and I've worked hard on my body staying in, in good shape at my age because I'm 57, I'll be 58 in a month. Um, and I used to be able to fly the ball, you know, 270, 280, maybe even more when I went after it. And during my after my injury, when I came back, I lost a lot of club head speed. I lost contact. It was very frustrating. And anybody who plays in tournaments or wants to be competitive when you're failing and failing and failing, it's very hard to keep grinding and grinding and grinding and seen no success. And um, it was great. And you kind of saw my eyes when we talked a little mm-hmm. bit. And I told you about what I used to do. Right. And then we, we made these changes. I was like, holy shit, uh, it's back. Yeah. I got it. I got my carry numbers back. I, you know, I think I flew on 276 with you. Um, just, and, you know, that was the macro change that we mm-hmm. made. The loading pattern on the takeaway where my weight is and my uh, my lower extremities to what my rib cage was doing at the top that was assisting to the pressure going left on the downside wasn't tilting back and pushing back and then we started to get into the micro stuff of what my left foot was doing a little bit that
1: was and, cool. uh,
2: some, some balance issues and then trying to get some extension through impact and then all of a sudden we were we built something quickly which was uh yeah all credit to you for that that was awesome
1: I think, too, that it just, look, there's people that you work, like, you have to be realistic when you work with and change something going into a tournament play that it, you know, that it, that it's going to, you know, that it can take some time. But I think that when you go take a lesson, you should see some changes and some benefits and some difference while you're there. You know, this yeah, whole, I remember yeah. as a kid taking a lesson and like you guys, like, you know, it's going to be two weeks before I was, I don't have two weeks, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got right. a high school match or whatever. And, and I think that that's uh, I think that's one of the cool things about what we did. And, and with the driver, I was, I was pumped because time to me, a guy, okay, when a person starts talking about how they used to hit it and they're a real good player, there's a little be like, Oh man, I hope we can get him back there. Right. Like, cause then you're yeah, going to be deflated yeah. a little if you went and it, hell, if it was shorter, we, Really, going to be deflated, you know, no matter yeah. how it looked. But it was pretty cool that the boom, the speed popped right back up there.
2: Yeah, exactly. I always think, you know, to me, um, not being the biggest guy in the world or the heaviest guy in the world is, you know, the magic number for me, I always strive to stay at is like 170 ball speed. Mm-hmm. You know, I always want to fly the ball somewhere near 280 so I can hit it 300 because I want to compete. I don't want to co- just compete with the old men, not a senior. You know, I like I want to compete in all the tournaments and with the kids in our section and the section championship, the state opens and and <coughs> so unfortunately if you don't have some form of distance, you're not really gonna be able to compete with the younger generation. So I was very, very happy to um to be able to get the numbers back to where I was previous to the injury and I think we got my swing back to where I used to do um, previous of the injury, you know, so I was, I was pumped.
1: It was was good. So guys, uh, real quick, each of you, what, what's one thing you'll take back to help your members or to tell, you know, to your students back home, uh, before we wrap this up, uh, hopefully we gave you something that's going to help other folks.
2: Yeah, dude. Um, I don't, you know, it's hard to say one thing. I would say that you are a little different, in the fact that you have a team of guys around you that are able to get a student to do an analysis of their motion to say, this is good, this is bad, this is average. And then you're able to take that student with that motion and you're able to give them a game plan how to improve, whether it be technically or physically. Mm-hmm. So I think you're a little bit different, where you hit all the aspects of it, and I think that's the success in the whole thing for you. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have that opportunity here. No, because, no, it's tough oh, for sure. Yeah, it's tough for here. You're you're a little bit uh you're a little bit of an outlier in the in the uh, teaching world, which I I love to see. I
1: recommend anybody to come see you. What about you, Vince?
3: Yeah, I mean, Dave pretty much touched up on it, but really. Getting people to understand their bodies a little bit more and how how they work, and how the golf club works around the body, and if we can just get them to move a little bit better, they're going to see significant improvements. I mean, it doesn't matter if the person's a thirty-five handicapper or beginner to a you know your club champion, um, because you know at the end of the day, Tony. Um, not everybody everybody wants to compete right but Mm -hmm. it's like you i am i might have members that like to compete in the club championship or the better ball championship or even if it's the uh, couples championship it's that's somebody's u.s open Mm -hmm. you know we might always look at the situation of, Hey, we've always want to play in the U S open and we strive for that. But you know, the membership, you know, a a tournament around the club, it's their U S open. So they want to be competitive, you know, and, and, and and I take every single lesson as they're getting prepared for something, either if it's a, a money game with their buddies, um, coming out to the club or they're getting ready for the better ball championship or the club championship it's you know what you, you, you got to take it everything seriously
1: guys this was awesome first of all thanks I, I told you this it means a lot to me that you would take time away from your game your business your work to come down and spend a couple of days with me in uh at old palm and also uh you know work on your game. I'm always flattered and and then thanks again for the time today and sharing this experience and what what we've all learned together yeah, with the folks you, listening. I appreciate it and and hopefully we'll see you guys this winter uh where it will for sure be warmer in Florida than it is where you yeah, guys are. Yeah, for sure. Now. Hey to
2: hey, Tony. Yes, sir. Uh last thing as an Alabama fan to an Auburn fan, I got to give you a war
1: eagle. You're the best, buddy. I love you. <laughs> You're the best. I appreciate <laughs> you guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Take care. my Thank you. This is Tony Ruggiero here, and you've been listening to the tour coach podcast on the do sweepers golf show on WNSP special. Thanks to my boy, Clint Crouch, who produces this each and every week makes us look and sound probably better than we are. If you like what you hear, please go wherever the pot you can find your podcast. Next time you're driving in your car and just type in tour coach. We've got a lot of these conversations that can help all of you play better golf. That's what we're here for. And if you, you want to see some cool stuff just go to youtube and check out the Dew Sweepers and check out our pro work content series i think you'll like what you see and we also just want to give thanks to mitch mcconnell and the folks at mcconnell automotive along with stokely's midtown garden express ed rowan and taylor martino and rowan the best attorneys out there along with shrickson cleveland golf and vineyard vines they make all of this possible to bring it to you each and every week we'll be back next week with more help for your golf.